This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Whether you're strolling through a magical bamboo grove in Kyoto, Japan, or learning to make pizza in Naples that you'll go on and try to replicate at home a thousand times, you're building special memories that will last a lifetime. That's why people love Viator. It's a website and an app that helps you book almost any travel experience imaginable, ranging from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's truly something for everyone. Viator's traveler experiences also have millions of real traveler reviews. And when you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Fill your next trip with unforgettable memories. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey parents, did you know that Easter is super early this year? It's on March 31st. <laughs> I need to get it together, which means I need to go to Lakeshore Learning. If you didn't know, Lakeshore Learning is the go-to store when shopping for all the kiddos in your life. They always have the best toy selection, and this Easter is no exception. I'm torn between getting the Fairyland playset, the remote-controlled robot, or the travel camper, which comes with a built-in kitchen, a fold-out grill, and even a dog. Yeah, I'm getting the camper. Plus, everything is designed by teachers, so you can feel good knowing your kiddo is learning a little something, too. Visit lakeshorelearning.com and get 25% off using the promo code LOVELAKESHORE. Or stop by a store and mention this ad. Some restrictions apply. Again, that's 25% off with promo code LOVELAKESHORE by visiting lakeshorelearning.com or visiting a Lakeshore Learning store near you. Hoppy shopping! The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of the Bitch Bible podcast was brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an incredible one-stop shop for everything you could possibly need, 25 to 50% off store prices. Plus, I'm giving you guys an extra 25% off, so you can do the math on that. It's a pretty great deal. They have wine, meat, seafood, household products, beauty products, everything you could possibly need delivered right to your door in the cutest little packaging. Go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible. the motherfucking morning. How the hell are you? I am doing wonderful. I have slept 11 hours a night for the past week. I feel so alive, rejuvenated, and youthful. I can't even stand it. My forehead crevasse that was previously injected with Botox is coming back, but I feel okay about it because I feel so alive. This is not popular to say, but Andrew travels a lot for work, these work trips, these luxury work trips that make me want to vomit all over myself, by the way. It's like, cool. Um, I would be lucky if I got put up at a Glendale uh, Best Western, maybe a Ramada with like a continental fucking breakfast 
breakfast of little mini cereal boxes and and a whole fat yogurt. Okay, he's like staying in the, I don't know the Merv Griffin estate with a fu- it's actually bigger than the Merv Griffin estate. They were gonna stay there, but it was booked. And there's like 85 pools and helicopter pads and whatever. And I normally go back and forth with his work trips, but this time I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a week. And I'm just going to do me. I'm going to have a self-care, no husband week. And it was fan-fucking-tastic. As much as I love my husband, and I really, really, like, totally love him, I'm, like, pretty sure we're going to make it. Like, I would say, like, I ask him every single day. I'm like, how, like, do you think that we'll get a divorce ever? And he's like, not on my watch. And I'm like, all right, first of all, like, be cooler because it's, like, just chill. Secondly, statistically, the odds are not in our favor. And thirdly, I'm like, I'm like 95% sure that we're going to make it. Like, even if he did something really shady and if he cheated on me, I would have to like physically like beat him, like shove like an open electrical socket up his asshole hourly. I'd have to like fucking be fucking every male relative of his. I mean, I would have to do so many things to make him stray. So I would have to put that on me, which is not lovely to say, but I got to tell you when he's out of town, I have the best fucking time. I totally let myself go. And I mean, let's be real. It's not like I'm, he's walking into like me in a fucking French made outfit with thigh highs. Like that doesn't really happen either when he's here. Cause he like pretends that he likes me without any makeup and like, you know, just jeans and a t-shirt, but whatever. But I got to tell you, it was the best. I ate whatever I want. I watched TV, whatever the fuck I want, which I do also when he's here. I went to bed at 9.30. I woke up at 7.30. I took like long, luxurious baths. I mean, I didn't shave my legs. It was so fucking great. I had the most amazing brunch with uh, more, ugh, I hate brunch. It was a lunch. It was a, a very, very firm lunch. It was at like 1.30 with Justin Anderson and Morgan Stewart. We had the best time, just day drinking drinking and woofing cookies. And I just had a great week and I'm feeling so alive. And I've spent three minutes talking about myself and I'm really, really sorry. The problem was that I had this amazing week and then I posted something on Instagram and you know what? I think we should open up the conversation. I wasn't going to talk about it because I didn't even want to bring more attention to it, but I think it's kind of important to defend oneself and we should talk about insincere apologies because I gave one last week and it did not feel good and I will never, ever, ever do it again. So this is what happened. If you know, if you follow me on Instagram, a lot of people send me these funny videos of just people taking selfies and just being blissfully unaware, like photo shoots on the beach. I love a public photo shoot. I think it's fucking hilarious. I also think that it is my personal mission in life to lift the veil and the facade of social media because it's a highlights reel. It's really, really detrimental to society, in particular women who, um, especially like women and adolescents who grow up, who are in middle school. I was that girl with like full-blown gingivitis, Jufro. I was like 50 pounds and 5'7". I had a concave chest and I was just, I I really did look like I, I crawled out of the ground. If you ever have seen American Horror Story, I looked like an extra. I looked like I f- straight out of Roanoke, like just absolutely disgusting, malnourished, like, mm. like I looked like, like I was bursting at the seams. I, I was just fucking, it, I looked like I got hit by a truck. 
a couple times and then electrocuted. And then uh, I resurfaced as John Bonet and then I, it happened all over again. Just disgusting. Okay. And I'm so happy that I grew up without having to go on the internet and look at all of these Instagram models with the retouching and the face tune and the professional hair and makeup and extensions and filters and light rings. What are those called? Diva light and all of this bullshit that is unrealistic. Just know that there is a large portion of those girls that cry themselves to sleep. Oh, and then the serenading and their boyfriend and the luxury vacations and the boomerangs and the rosé and Nobu and this. It's like, cut the fucking shit, okay? So in this stratosphere of social media, I think it's really important to make fun of it, not to put the people down, but to just, just to like kind of reset the ridiculousness. Like this is fucking ridiculous. So somebody sent me a video of some Instagram model posing with cookies on her head and like a thing of milk and like, you know, looking away, ear tuck, being sexy, and then like in a sheet. But they did behind the scenes footage of how to achieve the photo. So I'm sorry, there is a girl half naked, balancing fucking cookies on her head, fluffing her hair with a frosted lip. It's ridiculous. I don't get it. It's funny. I simply reposted the video and said, not all heroes wear capes. I put um, Mariah Carey's, the, the song Hero behind it. I was like, this is insane. This photographer blink twice if you need help. In all the things that I say and all the shit that I do, on the Richter scale, I would say this was a calm, calm two. Like, not a big deal at all. Shot in the wind. So, because I like to live life on the edge, I posted it. I love it when my phone dies because then I just have an excuse to not pick up my cell phone or text or be on, I, by the way, my screen time. It's like the new thing I get every Sunday. It makes me want to fucking light my entire body on fire. I cannot believe how much time I spend on my phone. And I'm trying to be present. So, my phone dies for two hours. I kick it back on. And the influx of messages that I received on Instagram calling me like a worthless whore, I'm an, uh, I'm not a feminist, I tear down women, I'm jealous, I'm jealous of her social media following. Let me tell you something about Jackie Schimmel, okay? I don't give three-eighths of a fuck about how many Instagram followers I have. Are you fucking kidding me? Do I, really? I practice what I fucking preach. That's one thing that I can say. I can rest my head every single night because I am so authentic that it's it's harmful, okay? And if I could dial it back a few notches, I'd be much more successful. But I can't control the urge to speak my truth. And you know what? I will live within that. Just like ripping me apart. So apparently this girl found it. She she goes on her Instagram and says that she's being cyber bullied. Okay. Okay. I'll take a I'll take a little bit. I'll take a slap on the wrist because you know is it nice? Probably not. Is it mean? I don't really think so. Is it funny? Yes. Everyone needs to laugh at themselves, okay? It is not that fucking serious. There are elementary school kids being shot while they're on the fucking playground, okay? We have women's rights uh, at risk here, okay? Our reproductive rights. And you're gonna call, you're gonna say that I'm cyberbullying you because I reposted a video that you fucking posted and I called you a goddamn hero? Not on my watch. So 
some some people that I'm working with uh, advise that I take it down and I issue a public apology, which are you kidding me? Like I'm fucking Oprah. Like I need to issue a public apology. So I did. I said, I half heartedly apologize if anyone's feelings were hurt. Then I started thinking about it and then I started sipping on my juice. Okay. Later in the evening, Andrew comes home. I run it by him. He's kind of like my voice of reason. If he says something's really fucked up, then I tend to listen, but he's like, I don't really get what the big deal is. And then I'm thinking, wait a fuck. I'm not sorry at all. Cue share. You haven't seen the last of me. So I fully retracted my apology. I am now once again retracting my apology. I am not sorry. You save your sorries for for sincere moments, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This is. Let's all make a pact here. This is a one way pact. But if you're in your car or you're on your jog or you're with your children, or you're doing dishes, whatever. Let's all silently nod together that we will never ever ever apologize for something that we strongly and objectively feel that we did not do wrong. And obviously this is not that serious, but I'm speaking to a bigger issue. See, Jackie Schimmel for president, 2000 and is it 2020? Perhaps. Uh, We don't need to apologize for things that were not malicious, that didn't hurt anybody, that were good intentioned, maybe not good intention, let's be real, but we shouldn't apologize if we don't fucking mean it because an insincere apology is worse than no apology in my humble, humble opinion. So I'm not fucking sorry. That's the moral of that story. And we need to be very careful, Alexis Bellino, about the word bullying, especially during National Mental Health Awareness Month. Okay, so not on my watch, Brenda. Goodbye forever. I want to talk to you guys about Thrive Market because I love them passionately and effortlessly. They are one of my favorite, favorite sponsors, and I'm going to tell you why. A, I hate the grocery store. It's disgusting. I don't want to touch those disgusting little dividers. I don't want the children breathing all over the produce. It's gross. And you know what? It's fucking overpriced. So Thrive Market offers everything you could find at the fanciest supermarket, 25 to 50% off. Plus, I'm giving you guys an extra 25% off. So that's like 75% off. Hello, what are you doing? They have clean, organic, biodynamic wines. That's my favorite thing about Thrive Market because listen, you go to these fancy pretentious wine shops and it's like a gajillion dollars to find clean wine. The FDA can add up to 60 chemicals without telling you or disclosing it on a label legally. Um, That's so disgusting. We don't know what we are putting in our bodies through our happy juice. And I'm just obsessed with the French red table wine selection from Thrive Market. You can get your meats, your seafoods, your dog food, your household products, your weird bougie lentils, uh, anything you could ever want. I'm giving you guys 25% off. So make sure that you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible. They also have my favorite heritage store brand rose water spray. It is, you can't find it for less anywhere else. I've done my research. Okay. This is no fucking joke over here. So get your wine, get your rose water spray, get your coconut amino acids, lentil pasta bullshit. They have everything. The bougiest of bouge. Thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible. She is heated and rashy on a Sunday. Um, let's talk about a lighter, fluffier story. This, I feel like this episode is going to get me canned, but here we go. This is one of my favorite news stories of 
the week, month, year, I don't know. Millions of birds are vacuumed to death for our martini olives. I mean, listen, I'm not a religious woman, but I think I might have just found Jesus because somebody is on my fucking side. Let me tell you something. Every year for my birthday, when I was a child, when I would get my little Baskin Robbins mint chip cake, preferably with a big fat photo of my own face on it, my parents didn't want to spring the extra like $18.99 to get my photo blasted on the, on the cake, but I would always ask because I'm a narcissist. Anywho, uh, I would blow out those Ralph's candles and I would just pray to sweet baby Jesus or Moses or RuPaul or whoever I was praying to at that moment that birds would extinct. Because if it wasn't hard enough being uh, emaciated with uh, inflamed gums, which also I always, always uh, got a gold glittery bracket for my braces because I'm like, gold's my favorite color. Like what a fucking loser. Who who the fuck let me get gold glitter fucking r- brackets with my rubber band spitting all over the place? And God knows you don't even want to know how much roll-on lip gloss I was applying at that time all over my fucking face, okay? With a big old froey pony and I would have to just slop on hair gel every single day to just like try to look somewhat gentile and I was just so fucking ugly so let's like pop some braces on that and I would just blow out my candles spritzing saliva everywhere because I was producing too much saliva (laughs) everybody wanted to fuck me by the way everybody just kidding nobody wanted to fuck me but I had no idea I was like these guys Just give it a few fucking years. They are going to piss themselves when they see how hot I turn out. And you know what? I'm looking at myself right now, and I bet a lot of those guys that wouldn't fuck me back then would be very excited for me to tickle their pickle. Maybe not, because I am a nightmare. So maybe I just say that to make myself feel better. Whatever, my husband's hot. It's fine. Anywho, back to the birds being destroyed. I would wish that birds would extinct because... Being so awkward growing up, on top of my aesthetic being just absolutely disgracefully disgusting and burning of the retinas, I also had this little twitch because anytime there was a bird, you know, I I, I still have it. I mean, I can't sit outside. I freak out. I will cry. I will create a scene. I will throw things. I don't give a fuck who's around me. I sat next to this the guy that plays Elton John in the new Rocket Man, and I threw a fork at his fucking chair because there was a bird and it was hovering and I was alone and I was freaking out and I grabbed the only thing I could find. I fucking almost stabbed Rocket Man just because there was like a little bitty pigeon that was ready to peck my fucking ears out. So that mixed with my love of martinis, uh, let me circle it back here. I'm really, I, I swear to God, I have so much energy today. I don't know why. Um, so bear with me. I know this is like a real verbal roller coaster. Listen, I don't plan these. I don't have an outline. I just fucking load up and go there. There she fucking blows. So basically these birds are living in the olive trees, but the martini olives have a better flavor if they're harvested at night. So they go in and they start snatching. They have the machinery that goes in and grabs all the martini olives And then the birds go bye-bye. I mean, honestly, though, the flying disease-carrying spastic vermin of the sky need to fucking go, 
okay? I understand what it does to the ecosystem. I know that animals have feelings. I know that they have families. I don't give three fucks. They kill my buzz. They ruin my day. You should see me in Europe. Everyone looks at me like I have escaped a mental institution. It's like girl interrupted hit the streets. It's not cute. I, my serotonin levels are more important than the ecosystem. Not really. Ooh, that's not good. Should we cut that out? You guys, I'm kidding. I'm half kidding. I'm, I'm not really kidding that much, but I'm kind of, I'm, I really don't like birds and I just really want them all to die. And I'm so sorry. If you have a pet bird, you need to look inward because it's weird. It's really, really weird. And if you meet a guy that has a snake over the age of 30, it's really, really weird. And if you meet a guy that has a fucking hamster, he probably has dead bodies in, in his fucking garage, okay? And if you meet a guy that has like, like an iguana, you need to fucking run. But seriously, seriously, from me to you, listen the fuck up. Or if you're one of those people, you need to reconsider everything you've ever done in your entire life because you're being really, really weird. Love you. I take oral hygiene very, very, very seriously. Unless you're living in 1947, your electric toothbrush doesn't need a charging stand with a big bulky cord. It's gross. It takes up way too much vanity real estate. And it's 2019. Get with the program. I want to talk to you guys about Quip toothbrushes. I absolutely love mine. It has all the finesse and convenience of a regular non-electric toothbrush, but all the benefits of an electronic toothbrush. Okay. It was one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. Okay. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals and have thousands of verified five-star reviews. I have really, really sensitive gums and Quip is amazing because they have sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. It's the perfect pressure. Also, it has guiding pulses so that you're paying attention to when and where you're brushing. So every 30 seconds, it gives you a little zap, not a zap, but a buzz. And then you can pivot and you get your full two minutes and your mouth will never feel cleaner. Okay. And I need that because I cuss a lot. Bottom line, quips the shit, okay? And I'm not alone. Over 1 million happy, healthy mouths agree with me. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com forward slash Bible, you can get your first refill pack for free. Once again, for your first refill pack for free, go to getquip.com slash Bible. Can we please talk about Seth Rogen in G fucking Q? Holy shitballs. Now, I would like to say that I was ahead of the curve here because I have been DTFSR for a very, very long time. I think he is so hot. I always have. I always will. If you have not seen his spread in GQ, you need to run. Wait. Run, don't walk. Is that the saying? Run, don't walk to your computer and check it the fuck out because you will become fully, fully erect. He is like so low key hot. I can't even stand it. I'm also like kind of on a John Mayer tip. This may, this is alleged, but I heard a rumor that he likes to take shits on girls' tits. Shits on tits. Now, 
I really like talked about this over this weekend because I was like, listen, John Mayer is so fucking hot. If he, if I was single and he really wanted to get with me and like was strumming his little guitar for me and like I imagine him making like shakshuka in the morning. If you don't know what that is, it's like these poached eggs and like tomatoes and peppers with like, you know, you put a little avocado on it, maybe some toast. It's delicious. It's Middle Eastern. It's healthy. I imagine him like whipping that up in a Le Creuset, like cast iron skillet and then bringing it to me on like some cedar plank, like breakfast tray and like a fucking matcha latte that's like his specialty and then he like busts out the guitar and just starts singing and he's like wearing jeans even like he put jeans on and then he's not wearing a shirt even though like we were just post-coital and he but he like sleeps naked so instead of just putting pajamas pants or like basketball shorts he's like putting on like his old pair of Levi's and then he's just like not wearing a shirt and all his whole house is like glass so it's like indoor outdoor living but like minimalist and then he just starts strumming his guitar and then he takes a shit on my tits like would I go for it 1000 percent 1000 percent and if you've seen the new photos of Brad and Leo at the Sundance or is it can the film festival um they are both looking so fucking prime they are looking movie star Hollywood royalty like Leo had a good hose down. He did a week in Utah. He, you know, rejuvenated himself. He got his fluids. He got an IV drip of all of the vitamins he needs. He got a vitamin B12 shot in his keister. Brad Pitt, you know, now that he's done with Angelina, he's all refreshed. They look so fucking hot. And I would get spit roasted by them. <laughs> Full disclosure, I don't know what spit roasted means. I, I, is it spit fired or spit roasted or is it Eiffel Towered? Let's look up what spit roasted mean because this is a very, very informative podcast. I think it's spit roasted. Urban Dictionary. Okay, a sexual practice whereby two men service a single sexual partner at the same time from different ends. I don't know that I'm flexible like that. And also like... I'm not, I'm not trying. I have so many issues with my holes or just the one in the back that I don't know like what would happen just gravitationally if I was being inserted by two. Although I could, I mean, I'd be able to breathe, but I'd let him like fuck me in the ear for sure. Both ears. Maybe it would clear out, clear out my inner ear infection. Listen, I've been complaining about sinusitis and all of my problems. Maybe I need to get fucked in the ear by Brad and fucking Leo. I do a lot of weird shit with them. A lot of weird shit just for the story, because A, I would completely talk about it on this podcast, even though, you know, um, I am quite discreet because I know things that I will not say because I'm a fucking lady as she clutches her damn pearls. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Bikes. Never been kissed. (laughs) That's such a great fucking movie. It's such a great, great movie. You know what else? If you have not seen Grey Gardens, not the Drew Barrymore version, although she's absolutely amazing in it, as is Jessica Lange, who I absolutely love. Um, You have to have to watch the original. I think it's from 1975, the Grey Gardens documentary. It is so ahead of its time. I just rewatched it last night. I made Andrew watch it with me. It is unbelievable. It is like, honestly, I can't even believe 
just how on the pulse it is with like what's entertaining now. And just, it's just so ahead of its time. It's like the comeback season one. So ahead of its fucking time. You have to watch it. You ought to be in pictures. I'm going to be Little Edie for Halloween. I have a lot of ideas for Halloween, but I think that might be at the forefront. I wanted to be, this is, this also is not going to go over well, but I'm not like trying to be funny. I just, but I'm just living in my truth. And I, these are things that I've discussed with my friends and we're all friends here. So this is a safe place for me. I really want to be Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose for Halloween. And I, I can't decide if I want Andrew to be Gypsy Rose, or if I want Leo to be Gypsy Rose, I got to work on it, all the details, or do I want to be Gypsy Rose? Cause I feel like I could nail the fuck out of Gypsy Rose, especially with like the wig and the, whatever. So I'm just, just something I'm brewing on. Okay. I am so fucking annoying. I just want everyone to know that what I lack in general social graces, I definitely make up for in self-awareness. I am the most self-aware to my own deficit. Sometimes I listen back to this podcast and I'm like, oh my God, people who listen to this for the first time are like, who is this dumb, overprivileged white girl complaining about her life? you know, and I'm never complaining. My life is fucking great. I'm just purging my soul as we all need to do. It's not lovely to say, but talking shit bonds people. And there is a difference between talking shit, um, about like people you love maliciously with ill intent and being mean spirited or just like light, dumping of discrepancies, perhaps. Do we like that? I love an alliteration. So I tried to watch The Bachelorette tonight. And um, I'm going to do a small, small recap because when I tell you that I, I literally could not watch it and I could watch just about anything, okay? I, I can't deal with Hannah B., Not only can I not, I can't metabolize her emotionally, visually, spiritually, entertainmentally. Like I can't, nothing about me gets her or this decision or this show anymore. Like I am at the very end of my wits with this show. Not only can I not tolerate her, I cannot deal with these men So I saw it for all of 45 seconds and I started to develop what I like to call a rage rash on my chest because I was just, I'm so internally and viscerally itchy and annoyed and confused by all that is going on on my television screen that like, I feel like my blood starts to boil and I have, I get a Alex McCord circa Morocco chest rash. She was on a date in Boston with some fucking guy and she's like there and they were like hawking halo top ice cream and she's like I'm just we're just two southern people 
who love America exploring. And then she was trying to, no taxation without representation. She was trying to like allude to the Boston Tea Party and she spent, there, there was a 35 second clip of her fucking up the slogan. And listen, you're talking to a grade A college dropout. I, I didn't even go to college. I think I went to one fucking class my entire life, okay? And then I found a handy Asian who like liked my tits and I gave him 20 bucks and I was like, listen, you're going to give me some fucking notes. And then that didn't work out. And don't send any notes. It's not, that's not uh, socially insensitive. It's the truth. Asians are good at everything. They're the smartest people on the planet. Period. I don't know if that's true. That might be like a, an overstatement, but you get what I'm saying here. So just relax. It's a compliment. Fuck off. Um, but it was just, I'm in no taxation without elevation, no replication from the taxation, no repress. I'm like, you are a literal dumb fuck. Okay. The, the editors at ABC must fucking hate you because why would you ever put that on television? Like, haha, I'm from Arkansas and I don't really remember what that easy little saying is about the Boston Tea Party, but we're going to eat this ice cream and fall in love. Open tooth smile with my little biker jacket and my chandelier earrings. I love chandelier earrings. I'm from Arkansas. I once gave my cousin a hand job, but it doesn't count because we're second cousins. <laughs> That's my bachelorette recap. I hope you really enjoyed that as much as I did. I will not be watching. You know, I will pop in for hometowns because what else am I going to do with my life? There's nothing on television on Monday nights. I mean, but if I had the option of watching last night's episode again or banging my head against a brick wall face forward at three minute intervals while listening to Nickelback, I would do the latter. It is no secret that I am the sneaker queen of the goddamn Western hemisphere. Okay. I want to talk to you guys about Rothy's. When you wear Rothy's shoes, not only are you fashion fucking forward, you are also saving the environment. They are made from recycled water bottles. They are insanely comfortable. Oh, and get this, they are machine washable. You can read the reviews. They have nearly perfect reviews. I'm gonna tell you my favorite two pair that I own. I love the sneakers. I think they're so cute. They're easy and slip on and they're comfortable and you can keep them clean. You could just throw them in the washing machine. It's unbelievable. I have the Tiger sneakers, which I absolutely love. They're my favorite. They're so cute with just like jeans and a white t-shirt and a cool bag. And you just look both eco-friendly and stylish, really. Also, the plain white pair, that's like a staple for me. I absolutely love them. I take them on vacation. I just brought them to Palm Springs because I was out in the desert walking around and I could just pop them in the washing machine. Does it get much better than that? I don't think so. Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills, okay? That's insane. They're manufactured in a zero waste factory. They ship directly in the shoebox, no unnecessary packaging. They're feel good flats and sneakers in more ways 
than one, okay? They're your forever shoes. You have to get them. You're gonna absolutely love them. Make sure you go to rothys.com forward slash Bible. Once again, that's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Bible to get your new favorite shoes. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Go to rothys.com slash Bible today. Let's talk about Real Housewives of New York for a second because we haven't touched on it in a while and it's important. First of all, it's a cinematic masterpiece. If you're not watching The Real Housewives of New York, I just, I don't know what to say to you because it really is unfucking believable It is so, it's, it's baffling, okay? It's just straight baffling. I feel like people are hard on this season just because the bar is so fucking high for this show that like anything less than like Turtle Time, Scary Island, Al Sharpton, Throwing a Leg, fucking Grey Gardens going to jail, assaulting a police officer, uh, nudity, streaking, like anything that like comes, you know, far from that is like underwhelming. So we got, we're in Miami and by we, I mean... The ladies. And Sonia, Sonia Morgan is uh, the hero we don't deserve. She's unbelievable. She's unapologetically herself all the time. And all in all, just a great housewife because she's so unhinged. And so her bounce back is, is unbelievable. She really is elastic. She is Teflon. She doesn't get into the mix so much where she's really upsetting people where she has like very serious altercations. She keeps it relatively light and fluffy, but she's off her damn rocker. Now, when see, this is the problem. Her in Miami falling and slumping around, at what point does it get it gets a little dark. And I don't know if I just felt this way, but I, I, I was watching and I was just like, ooh, like it's a little bit hard to watch. And people were saying that Bethany was instigating with her like, I'll fucking knock you out. But I understand from Bethany's perspective, I think that was her way of being like, get the fuck to sleep or I'm gonna fucking make you go. I totally understood what she was doing. I think it was coming from a nice, like not a nice place, but like a maternal, like, get your shit together. I'm going to fucking drag your ass upstairs kind of place or like a frustrated kind of place. Or also when people get like that, it's a liability. Let me tell you something. I do not, not like to be around people who are extremely hammered. It makes me completely uncomfortable. I get like in panic mode. I don't like it. I am all for like an easy breezy cocktail, but I cannot deal with sloppy. And you know what? Everyone gets there once in a while, but like at a certain point in your life, it just becomes like yikesies. If you're with your girlfriends and you're having a fucking time, you go for it. If you're at a bachelorette party and you want to get fucked in the ear by a stripper and you need cocktails, I mean, maybe I'm projecting here. Maybe I'm making this all about me um, because that happened to me. I don't want to like, you know, jump on board the movement, but I was fully, fully like molested at my bachelorette party. It was a whole thing. There are videos and I will drop them at a latter time when, um, 
I, I don't want anyone to be like, oh my God, are you okay? Because by the way, that's what was happening at my bachelorette party. It was the funniest shit ever. The next morning, everyone's like, Jackie, are you okay? And if I was like a different kind of a bitch, I could be like, I think we need to go home. I feel violated. But I didn't really feel violated for whatever reason. Like I always knew at the back of my mind, if something really was going too far, I would have kicked that little fucking runt stripper right in his ball sack so far up there that my fucking over the knee boot would have come out his throat. You know what I mean? Like we're good. Also, 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 um, you guys have to make sure that you are subscribing to the Bitch Bible newsletter. It comes out every Sunday. It's called Sunday Scripture by Schimmel SSS. Ooh, that doesn't sound right. That sounds like a Nazi operation. But this is not. It's just a fun newsletter you get once a week. And it's great. It comes with recipes. You get links to all of the promo codes in this episode because baby loves a deal. And we just like basically, it's just an extension of the podcast and it's done quite eloquently. And once you sign up, you also have access to all the old newsletters. So you can just like go back and have a read. Because it's fun, guys. She is working. You know what's great? I don't know if I've talked about this, but I used to have a fake assistant um, in the digital form. Her name was Aubrey Winningham, and she is now the foundation of the Bitch Bible Incorporated because, yes, we are a business now. <laughs> Businesswoman special. So I had this fake assistant. Her name was Aubrey. And I made her a fake email address, Aubrey at the bitchbible.com, which may or may not still be running. Actually, I think we had to delete it. Um, but it was amazing. So if I wanted like deals on a hotel, which I mean, no, still can't get a fucking deal on a hotel, but I'm available. If any hotel uh, concierge is listening to this and would like me to come and it's a nice hotel in a preferred location, I will be there with fucking bells on and Richard. I love a hotel. True story. I've never stayed in an Airbnb in my entire life. I, it's, it's not for me. You know, I would rather stay in a hotel. I like the security of a hotel. I like the sheets being changed. I like that, you know, I just like the humanity of a hotel. You know, I like to walk in. I like a front desk. I like all of the things. Could I be more jappy? Probably. Um, but Aubrey was, I mean, she's amazing. We love her. RIP. She does have a Twitter with a hundred followers and it's amazing. And then I would just post like photos of like, uh, office supplies. It was insane. But anyways, I don't know why that's important. Also, any of my Chicago listeners, okay, I will be at Lollapalooza on Saturday. I don't know exactly the time, but my husband is playing at Lollapalooza. And that's just, I mean, that's so Andrew, I can't even stand it. He has a band. Ah! Age, sex, location. It's fucking incredible. If you haven't listened, you guys should go on Spotify or iTunes and listen because every song is amazing. They go away for 48 hours and like purge their musical souls and just like stay up all night, not drug induced, writing a bunch of fucking music. And then they just put it out. And it's not with really any intention. I mean, they all have like very successful music careers. They just kind of do this for fun with their best friends and it's fucking incredible. And somehow they weaseled their way into the love. Uh, Lollapalooza lineup and I will be front and center trying to steal the show with, um, you know, like a hip tambourine dressed as Stevie Nicks with a scarf around my head. 
just like really working the stage. I've been trying to let them get me on stage. I'm like, listen, motherfuckers, I know you guys all think you're so cool, but if you slide into their DMs and you follow them, you let them know that I fucking sent you because I want the power, I want the scale of power to stay how it is because nobody takes me fucking seriously. Everyone thinks I'm just doing this for fun, but I have analytics on my side, motherfuckers, and I'm going to drop them hot and nasty on my Hanukkah gift. My Hanukkah gift is just going to be all of the numbers to validate what I do every day, like in a calendar form. And then the, on the final month will just be my tits and it'll go for sale. We'll put it on the Everyone look forward to it. It's going to be great. Also, this is my last plea for Beverly Mitchell. I mean, we have reached out to her multiple, multiple times. Myself personally, I have sent her an email. I don't know why or when or how, but My birthday is August 18th, and I would like to have her on my birthday episode because I think that it fucking matters. Also, is it weird to go to Europe alone on my birthday? Andrew is going on a writing camp to Alaska on one of those cruises. Baby doesn't do a cruise, and it's on the weekend of my birthday, and I'm obviously invited, but I really don't like cruise ships. Also, I'm so afraid of Alaska because if you haven't seen The Fourth Kind, first of all, don't watch it because it's so scary, but it's basically about people in Alaska. like They just go missing all the time, and nobody reports it, and everyone thinks it's because of the aliens, and I guess it's just like really dark there, and I don't really know, and they suck you up from the fucking ceiling. And I'm just like not trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like I just want to like stick around for a while. So it really freaks me out. And I have, I have like an open five days and I'm like, what if I just went to Paris by myself? Like, is that the most bizarre thing? Are people going to be like, is she okay? Is everything all right with, with baby? But I really want to do it. And I think it's so important because I don't have children and this is my time. And if I want to like, I've been a bunch of times, humble brag. I have been to Paris like a ve- of seven times, literally. So I know the streets very, very well. I'm, I'm a smart traveler. I'm a savvy traveler. And I kind of just want to go to Paris. Oh God, this is disgusting. I'm a disgusting, disgusting whore. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut myself off because this is getting both self-indulgent, non-relatable and unlikable. And those are the three things that we try to avoid here because we got to keep our ratings up. Five fucking stars, everybody. Five stars. Please do me a favor and go to iTunes and write a positive comment. Also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I've been on quite a journey lately, journey with a capital J. And uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and share it with all of your fucking friends. Listen, ladies, I have never had a publicist. I don't have a manager. I don't have an agent. This is all word of mouth and it's been incredible. And let's just keep this shit up and keep it bitchy, ladies and gentlemen. I love you very much. I will see you next week. This episode of the Bitch Bible Podcast was brought to you by Thrive Market. If you're not utilizing Thrive Market and my discount, I really can't take you seriously as a human being. It is efficient, it is effortless, it is chic, and it is delivered right to your door. No germ warfare at the supermarket. Plus, the prices you just can't beat. It's a one-stop shop, people. I'm giving you an extra 25% off your first order, so go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible immediately.
This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.